The Shoalhaven is an amazing place to grow up. There's beaches and mountains and it's a great holiday destination, but we think it's the communities that really make it special. Shoalhaven Youth is a podcast where a handful of young people, including us, explore the communities that we feel a part of and celebrate the people and groups that give us a sense of belonging. From community theatre to surfing, Shoalhaven Youth is where we get to talk about what truly makes the Shoalhaven home for so many of us. So have a listen to find out what we think. This podcast was produced for the Dunn Lewis Youth Development Foundation with the support of Shoalhaven City Council. Before we start, we would like to acknowledge and pay our respect to the UN people, past and present, who are the traditional custodians of the land where this podcast was made. My name is Brody Whalen, and this is my community. Before truly discovering the ocean, uh, my life ran into a lot of problems. I was struggling to commit to school and I fell in and out of rough patches as a teenager does. Um, I was constantly battling with my head as well. My passion for the ocean grew quickly actually. Um, around the age of 13, I started spearfishing with a group of mates from school. And then on, I just quickly became a freak for the ocean. <laughs> yeah, there was just something about it that really drew me in. I always had a fear of the ocean and to have mates around that really pushed me to push my comfort zone and get in the water and try things that I never thought that I'd do before. None of my mates really did underwater photography. It was all land-based photography. Um, Ulladulla has a bit of a strong community with photography and no one had really shown the underworld until I really wanted to. At first, I was all about hunting and gathering food, so spearfishing, um, lobster diving on the south coast. But after spending endless hours in the ocean, I began to realise there was a side of beauty that I never really thought that I would experience. There was just a bit more to it than hunting and gathering that my traditional family methods came in place with. With spearfishing, the more and more hours I put into it, the more I saw the beauty side of it. And I really wanted to show people what was actually under the surface because originally it was, like I said, about spearfishing, um, hunting gather, but at the end of the day, there's a lot more things to the ocean than that. And to be able to see the colors and marine life and biodiversity under there um, really just made me want to share inspiration with others. My biggest influence would have to be my pop. My pop was a madman for the ocean. Um, a bit crazy about it, like crazy in love, so was his dad. Um, came from a bit of a fishing family actually, so there's a lot of, he would always just talk about the amazing things he would see and do in the ocean. And over time it was just really eating away at me and I really wanted to see that for myself. Because um, as someone that, when I was younger, I'd never actually seen in the ocean, I've only seen above level. And with his stories of the underworld, I kind of grew this passion of like a desire to go under. That was my biggest thing. 
I would say my family really kicks me along along the way. Um, not so much money. I paid for a lot of my equipment myself, but they were pushing me to work to earn the money towards my gear because they knew what I was focused on and they knew what I wanted to do, which I knew as well. Um, and yeah, the biggest thing I would say was before I got my license, helping me get to destinations. Family, all my family really cooperated and wanted to help the best they could by getting me on either boat, bus, car, any sort of transport just to get me to that photo destination, which was very thoughtful and I really appreciate. And my other biggest influence would have to be Wobbegon Freedive. Uh, they are based in Jervis Bay region. Um, Lara and Dylan were the couple that established it. And they, their basic idea was to head out into the bay with tourists, um, show them the biodiversity and beauty of the marine world, just like I want to show, and also raise awareness of um, industrialization and pollution to, in the ocean. Yeah, so when I first got assigned to my first underwater film job, Lara and Dylan were very excited to have me on board. And they basically just threw me on every boat tour. And um, this allowed me to see things that I'd never seen before. Because on the south coast, we do have beautiful marine life. But when you go to Jervis Bay, the prehistoric rock formations and the amount of life there is intense. It's just amazing. And to be able to see that really... Yeah, so after being introduced to that amount of biodiversity and marine life, I kind of just the urge grew stronger on me and I was completely fascinated with the ocean and wanted to share everything that I saw with my own eyes on digital film. All right, well, my name's Lara. Oh, and my name is Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Our business is called Woebegone Freedive. We are one of the only, I think we're the only freediving tour operator in Australia. So what we offer is um, we offer beach and boat tours in the Jervis Bay Marine Park. Um, we cater for, I guess we cater for all experience levels. So um, from people who have never snorkeled before to all the way to um, advanced freedivers. Uh, we teach, we also teach the freedive course over a weekend um, under the Molchnovs system. And we run an after school program for kids called Ocean School. So um, we teach them ocean safety and awareness, conservation, meditation, basic snorkeling, freediving skills, um, after school weekly, um, yeah, through a term. So um, we met Brody through Monica. Um, Monica runs Treading Lightly and I think it was Monica sort of got sort of connected us because she recently I think they recently just set up Brody with sort of an underwater housing and um, wanted him to get some shots of the local marine life and local dive sites to promote the sanctuary zones because there was that thing going down at Batemans Bay where they were sort of just removed um, a couple of the sanctuary zones and yeah they just wanted to push um, the awareness and the benefits of sanctuary zones on the south coast so yeah we sort of linked up through that and I think we've got him 
out on our boat instantly. Yeah, we got him out on our boat and yeah, just instantly sort of connected. The kids give me give me hope for the future, I guess you could say. Um, because often I feel, oh, look at this, the state of the world, I feel a bit down. <laughs> but um, the kids really, they really give me hope because uh, things, are, things are definitely changing. They're very aware of environmental issues. They're aware of all of these things that I never thought about mm. as a kid and it only took me until my 20s to learn about, which I find really interesting um, and just the knowledge that they have, the kids so young. But on the South Coast, I think it's really important to, to learn to be confident in the ocean, to respect the ocean, but also be be confident as there's not much else to do around here. <laughs> yeah, make the most of our beautiful yeah. coastline. When I was young, you know, you had your swimming lessons in the pool and I hated that as a kid. I dreaded going. And then you had nippers and that was sort of the only ocean thing that you could do. And I didn't really like the competitive side of nippers. So we just wanted to create something a bit more bit more accepting of all skill levels and not not so formal to yeah. like it's structured but very relaxed yeah yeah a bit freestyle yeah <laughs> where they just go wild <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like Brody too it's they've they've just got like so much enthusiasm and they haven't been corrupted by adult life yet they yeah. still have like a lot of amazement and wonder with everything that's yeah. really cool and it's been a nice um what we've noticed with the ocean school not just obviously you know focusing on the kids but a lot of the kids coming from a few different schools so then the parents are meeting and you know they're catching up on a friday afternoon and they're at the beach and they you know the parents just love it so it's sort of it's you know almost creating a little bit of a community as well and a lot of people that have recently moved to the area you know met um new friends and yeah, it's kind of nice seeing that sort of ripple effect from just, you know, an ocean school program. Well, Lara and I, we did all our dive training together. So when we were 19, I think we started. And I had this experience where we, we dive with, with the seal colony in Jervis Bay, which we do every weekend now. Mm. Um, and that was just like a life-changing experience to come eye to eye with a large wild animal and then to look – to learn, like, they all have different personalities and... To learn about their world and, yeah. It pretty much sent me down, well, sent us both down a path of conservation where I could have kind of gone in any direction at that stage. And I feel like it's important to share that with people because the ocean is our life support system. The health of the ocean directly relates to our health as a species, so I think it's really important that people know what's happening in the ocean so that they care for it. So we want it, we want to cultivate a sense of ownership and light up that fire inside other people to conserve the natural world because I think our our lives depend on it. And um, I think of free diving is like the the antidote to the stresses of modern life and I think it's really, really important for people to spend time in the ocean um, and even to even to like overcome fears of the ocean is because of I think a lot of things on the media have 
created this like this fear of going into the ocean and we're trying to break down those barriers to what we're focusing on and what we're trying to raise awareness with for our customers is um, threats to the Great Southern Reef. So not many people actually know about the Great Southern Reef. Um, so it's it's a huge living, breathing organism that runs from around the Byron Bay area, um, around the bottom of Australia, up to the Ningaloo Reef. So we're lucky, you know, to be, you know, to have just a small section of that here in the Jervis Bay Marine Park. But we're, I guess we're trying to raise awareness um, of some threats that it's facing. Um, and one in particular that we're focusing on at the moment is the issue of the urchin barrens. So basically it's a native, it's a native species that, that has proliferated due to numerous reasons, warming, warming seas, removal of Natural predators, predators. Yeah. Um, nutrient runoff, uh, there's a whole bunch of factors affecting the imbalance. Yeah. And they essentially just decimate whole sections of reef. And New South Wales is, I think, 50, 50% shallow water. So zero to 15 metres is now barren rock. And um, it's an issue because it produces huge quantities of oxygen and it's also habitat for countless species. And I guess I'm worried it might get to the point where it tips and gets even worse. Yeah. It's hard because it's all related to climate change as well and drastically altering human behaviour. Yeah, it's a big issue, you know, um, dealing with the fishing industry. Bag limits, yeah. size limits and maximum size limits. Uh, so many things. Yeah, so we're feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the problem, but I guess what we're just trying to do and what we can do ourselves is just let people know what's happening under the water and let people know that this is like a local issue. Um, so I guess, yeah, more people talking about it than likely some, you know, something will happen. Mm, awareness. It. Yeah. It's all we can really do right now. Yeah. We don't really, I don't have a science background, so. I think that's one of the main reasons why, um, you know, it's awesome to get Brody out. So then, you know, to share the photos and the visuals to a wider audience, I think it's really cool. Not just our customers, but it, it definitely will reach a wider a wider audience, which is really cool. So that's it for the episode of Shoalhaven Youth, but it's certainly not the end of our podcast. Shoalhaven Youth is a series of episodes exploring different young people's perspectives on our communities, especially the ones that have given us a sense of connection. So subscribe to our channel to make sure you don't miss out on what we have to share. 